On July 31st, 2022, a car reached a speed of 100 miles per hour before veering off the road and crashing into a brick wall around 5.30 in the morning. Inside the car was Dominic Russo, 20, Davian Flanagan, 19, and Mackenzie Shirella, 17. Mackenzie was behind the wheel and the only survivor. She was charged with four counts of felonious assault and two counts of aggravated vehicular homicide. On August 21st, 2023, she was found guilty after just four days of trial. But why did she plan to kill her boyfriend, Dominic, and his friend, Davian? Welcome to Uneasy, a podcast hosted by Lexi and Cecilia. This podcast is a collection of research based on haunting and mysterious events that will leave you feeling genuinely uneasy. We'll interweave our case coverage with candid commentary instead of just a recitation of facts, sharing our opinions on the stories that make us most uneasy. Discretion is advised. On August 21st, 2023, Mackenzie Shirella was sentenced to life in prison with the paucity parole after 15 years. Mackenzie is just 19. When she was sentenced, she was described as a literal hell on wheels by the judge. So what led up to this 19-year-old being sentenced to life in prison? Well, on July 31st, 2022, around 5.30 a.m., Mackenzie crashed her car into a brick wall in a Cleveland suburb called Strongville, Ohio. And her boyfriend, Dominic Russo, who was 20, and his friend, Davian Flanagan, who was 19, was in the car. And Mackenzie was just 17 at the time. Oh, my gosh. Was she, like, under the influence or something? She was. They found THC levels in her system that were above Ohio's limit. But she actually wasn't charged with this at all. So she was not charged with driving under the influence. Interesting. Okay. Mackenzie drove her 2018 Toyota Camry down a three-quarter mile road until her car reached a speed of 100 miles per hour. Data from the car's computer and surveillance video show that the steering wheel jerked from the left to the right before the vehicle left the road and crashed into that brick wall. A passerby called authorities 45 minutes after the crash occurred. Police said that they went when they arrived at the scene, they found all three people inside the Camry unconscious, not breathing, and trapped and firefighters were able to extract them all. Her boyfriend, Dominic Russo, and his friend, Davian Flanagan, were pronounced dead at the scene. Oh my goodness. That's like such a heartbreaking way to find out that your loved Mm -hmm. one has passed away. Um, And to know that it was at that speed is just so... Yes. Terrible. Mackenzie did miraculously survive the crash, and she was left trapped in the driver's seat with her fuzzy Prada slippers stuck to the accelerator. Oh, okay, Miss Ma'am, with your fuzzy Prada slipper. Stuck to the accelerator. It was shown immediately that she was trying to reach a high speed. A medical helicopter did take Mackenzie to a hospital, and this is where she stayed for a little while being treated for her injuries in the crash. But let's go back to prior to the crash. 
Two weeks before Mackenzie crashed her car into that brick wall, she had actually threatened her boyfriend with the same crash during a heated argument. The two fought it out verbally and eventually it did dissolve, but her boyfriend did get out of the vehicle after that argument and her threatening to crash their car and he was picked up by a friend. That does not sound like a healthy relationship at all, even at the age of 17. Like, that's just yeah. not their, <laughs> a way you resolve a conflict. Their relationship was known to not be the most healthy. She had also threatened to key his car before. And they were just rocky for several months prior to this. So after the accident, prosecution goal was to portray Mackenzie as reckless, a selfish partner who attended to take his life because the relationship was ending. The evidence presented in court included a video of Mackenzie threatening to key his car after an argument, and the prosecution just kept building their case about how Mackenzie had intentionally planned to kill her boyfriend. But to the public... Mackenzie was saying how sad she was. On Dominic's obituary, Mackenzie said she wished she could hug him one last time. And then in a post, she wrote, and I quote, you are the love of my life. You will always be with me and I will always think of you. End quote. Another post read, and I quote, I love you, Dom. You are my soulmate. I will never forget the memories we made together. You made me the girl I am today. And you are just an amazing, bright soul. End quote. Another quote. I miss your laugh, your perfect smile. I feel your energy around me every day. I just wish it was physical. God, you are the last person to deserve this. You have such a beautiful life ahead of you. Dot, dot, dot. I wish I told you this more. Please wait for me. End quote. I have so many things to say. First of all, to me, from I want to say that I have no idea what really is happening in this case. But in the beginning, you said she was sentenced to life in prison. So, like, I assume that she did have something to do with their death. And this was purposeful to go online and write that is so insane, but also leans into the, like, social media culture that this age is in and it's like almost like it if she didn't do it it would kind of be weird because that was you know her boyfriend if she didn't post how like sad she was people would be like well you're not even Mm -hmm. posting you know but now we're like you're posting you're sad (laughs) but you did it you know it's just like I feel like maybe it was a tactic of hers to try to look less guilty but really it came across as um somebody who's like just a sociopath like writing these posts because it's like how can you do that and write a post with so much like meaning and there also is the other side of that where even if this was intentional she could feel guilt and you don't realize how much you miss someone until they are gone. And in this way, right. it's not just a breakup that they're gone. They are truly gone from this world. So there could be a part of her that's like, oh, my gosh, like, I am so sorry. Like, I do miss you. Obviously, she can't be like, I'm so sorry. 
for crashing my car into a brick wall. But I do miss you. I think, yeah, she could totally be going through those emotions despite how intentional it was. You know, maybe she didn't mean to kill them either. And so now she's like, oh, my goodness, what have Mm -hmm. I done? But that's kind of crazy because those are like not just simple like posts. Those are seem like really meaningful. No, they are sweet. But on the reverse of this, Mackenzie was also acting like everything was back to normal even when she was in the hospital. While she was laying in her hospital bed, she applied to a Los Angeles-based modeling agency to become a model. Miss girl. Miss girl. I was over here being like, maybe she <laughs> maybe she feels bad. Maybe she... That's rough with your Prada slipper. Yeah. Applying to a modeling agency. She also attended wow. concerts and holiday parties before she was charged. Her mom did say that she encouraged Mackenzie to experience a second of fun and Halloween came around after, and I quote, losing her whole world. And that Mackenzie went to the concert with Dominic's cousins and a couple other people. So she was like honoring Dominic going to Halloween parties and going to concerts. Interesting. Okay. I mean, her mom probably did encourage her to try to have a little bit of yeah. fun. Her mom but is an advocate for her throughout this like whole thing. I will say, Mackenzie also potentially just didn't realize the severity of the events that took place because she also kept asking police to just take away her license for 10 years instead of charging her with homicide. Mm, it doesn't work that way. It does not work that way, ma'am. Um, people get, like, their license taken away for 10 years for just, like, extreme speeding. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's – it doesn't work like that way when Like, that's, like, a DUI, reckless taken. driving, like, accumulation of those type of things. Not crashing into a brick wall at 100 miles per hour, killing two people. And slash it sounds a little bit – There's evidence pointing to that it was intentional. Mm -hmm. So speaking of that evidence, the trial took place from August 10th to August 14th. Police used Mackenzie's social media against her during that whole time. Prosecution played TikTok clips in court where Mackenzie claimed, I'm the one you die for and I'm not even cool. I'm just one of the girls who can do a lot of drugs and not die. So, to just, like, kind of show her personality, I think. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And that... Yeah. I'm trying to be a girl's girl. (laughs) But, I mean, that's just, like, not good evidence to have brought against you. I think it's the... In a case where you're under the influence... And I think Either. the one that's the most incriminating is the one that's like, I'm the one you die for. Showing like her boyfriend, Dominic, would need to die for her. Is this like her singing along to like a song or like a sound? I think it's a sound. Okay. Yeah. 
interesting because some of the sounds on on tiktok get like they do anyways i feel like but um that one's definitely like targeted towards this case i feel like they also used her cell phone data to show that she had driven in the area of the crash just days prior and that video showing that she threatened to key his car when they were in their last heated argument Doctors also stated that while Mackenzie was in the hospital, she expressed grief, guilt, and shame about the crash. Her lawyers argued that feeling bad after a fatal crash did not make a driver a murderer and said that prosecution had not proven that she had just not lost control uh, while driving recklessly. Dominic's mom opened up in her victim statement about the devastating loss of her son, and I quote, Mackenzie, going to prison because you did this. Be thankful you're still alive and have a future, whatever they may, that may be. Dom and Davian were robbed of their futures, their hopes, and their dreams. Mackenzie showed no mercy on Dominic, nor did she on Davian. Only God at this time can have mercy on her soul. Oh my God. That's like mic drop TV show material, I feel like. I'm I'm so glad that she was able to like, that probably was really good for mm-hmm. her to be able to say that. Um, and I'm glad that she was able, because the strength that it takes to compose yourself to speak about something that has like, hurt you so deeply is sometimes hard so I'm glad that she had the like the strength to stand in in court and make that commentary on the reverse though Dominic's dad did tell NBC that while the loss of his son had racked his family's world he hoped that Mackenzie would eventually be freed he said and I quote It's horrible for everyone. Yeah, I lost my son. It's harder on our family, but I don't want the rest of her life ruined too. It isn't going to make me feel any better. And I feel like this is what we often see. It's really like Dominic's mom is one side and then Dominic's dad is really the other on what we see from victims' families, which both are completely acceptable and normal. Yeah, I mean, everybody deals with like grief differently um and has a different perspective on how they think that victims should be like not only honored but like justice for the victims as well um and so it seems like the dad is taking an approach that is very starkly different from Mm -hmm. the mom for sure. Mackenzie's mom also did speak, asking the judge for leniency, claiming that her daughter had no memory of the death. Mackenzie's mom said, We loved him so much. She would never, ever, ever murder the love of her life. Adding that her daughter had received many death threats after being arrested. And again, I quote, For three months after the accident, she would only wear his clothes. She would only eat the snacks he ate. She would only listen to the music he wrote. Regardless of what everyone said, the judge did come to a collusion after just four days of trial. There was no jury during this trial. The judge was Judge Nancy Margaret Russo. And there was a video that was played during trial, which was the video of the car crash. And 
it really seemed that that solidified Judge Russo's verdict um, for McKenzie. And that is where the judge called McKenzie Helen Wheels. So the security video captured McKenzie acting with purpose and intent by flooring her Toyota Camry to that 100 mile out per hour moment before it intentionally jumped a curb and hit that brick wall. When McKenzie was found guilty, she did sob in court. She was found guilty of four counts of felony assault and two counts of aggravated vehicular homicide. She was tried as an adult, even though the crash took place when she was just 17. This was like right before her 18th birthday. The judge said, and I quote, McKenzie alone made the decision to drive an obscure route, a route she visited a few days before and a route not routinely taken by her. McKenzie alone chose a time to make the drive early in the morning when any reasonable person would expect a few people would be nearby to witness it or offer life-saving assistance. So this showed that she deliberately took her boyfriend's life instead of just going through a breakup. Sadly, Dominic's friend Davian was just in the wrong car seat at the wrong time. And that led him to be another victim, but he was not part of plan. That's so sad. Mm -hmm. That's like even harder, I'm sure, for his family to wrap their heads around too. Yeah, because like anything could have prevented that and you can't think about that, but it's just like really like the wrong place at the wrong time, which is so awful and hard to process. Yeah, so terrible. Judge Russo did go on to further say this was not reckless driving. This was murder. She had a mission and she executed it with precision. The precision, the decision was death. Mackenzie's supporters did cry during the proceeding and shouted the supporters as she left in cuffs. And Mackenzie's mom stated that she wanted her daughter to appeal. But many people online have slammed her for her demeanor during court saying that she's tried using her looks to get out of the crimes and that she thought she'd be innocent there is a release video of her like in a video call during her bond hearing and she's like constantly fixing her hair and just like trying to look cute i saw a hair flip like while she was sitting in court like you know when you see the girlies again I'm really trying to be a girl's girl here but you know when you see the girlies who are like purposely looking around the room they got like a half smirk going on and they're like flipping their hair a lot that's what she was doing and I was like read the room read your life right now like why are you acting like that? And then I saw it jump to, it was like a side-by-side video. So I saw it show how she kind of acted in the beginning and then jump to how like utterly shocked she was when she heard the decision of the trial and like her just sobbing. And I think it showed that she thought that she was going to be able to either get away with it or she like just hadn't come to terms with what 
was really happening i don't i'm not sure but it was definitely a stark difference in her behavior it 100 percent was and it does make you wonder what like was going through her head because maybe she was disassociating her whole time and couldn't focus on the actual gravity of the situation it was more focused on like something more unimportant at least what we think is more unimportant which is her looks but it really is so different in the video footage from how she was conducting herself during the trial and everything and then when that guilty verdict was read her whole demeanor completely changed so during her sentencing hearing Mackenzie actually did address the court She said, and I quote, I'm so deeply sorry. I hope one day you can see I would never let this happen or do it on purpose. She's reading this while wiping away tears. The families of Dominic and Davian, I'm so deeply sorry. I hope one day you can see I never let this happen or did it on purpose. I wish I could remember what happened. We were all friends and Dom was my soulmate. I wish I could take away your pain. And to my family, thank you for your support and all the love you guys give. I love you all so much. So still almost claiming her innocence during this and say that she did not remember what happened. And it was not intentional, even though there is footage of her for the first time taking that one road just days prior to that accident. And then the video footage of her just gunning it and then veering off. Out of the road. I will be very interested to see if she tries to appeal this and how that would actually happen because it's it's interesting because it sounds like she has supporters, you were saying. Yes, primarily her family. Okay. I'm just, you know... I think that she thinks the evidence isn't stacked against her. So I'm wondering what a lawyer would be able to do in an appeal case. And it's not like the most like concrete evidence we've ever seen before. Like she did not send a text to her friend that was super incriminating saying, I'm going to drive into the wall tonight and kill Dom. So not a a case we've really seen before either we haven't really there's not to my knowledge there's not a lot of cases that have been prosecuted in this way in that extent of a sentence for life in prison you know um which at the surface at first just looks like a underage dui Mm -hmm. which she was never charged with so right yeah it is very interesting um We will definitely keep you posted if there is an appeal or any future updates. But for now, Mackenzie will be serving life in prison with the possibility of parole in 15 years in an Ohio correctional facility. Thank you for delving into the dark realms of true crime, murder, and conspiracy with us. Your dedication to our podcast is truly appreciated. If you found this episode as spine-chilling as it was thought-provoking, please consider leaving a review. 
Together, we'll continue unraveling the mysteries that keep us all a little uneasy.